Hi, babies. How are you? I am fine. Everything's fine. We're doing great. Look at me go. Three podcasts in three weeks. I know you're proud of me. You don't even have to say it. I just know. I can feel it. It's getting warmer out. I'm feeling good. I found a new therapist. (laughs) I think it's going to be a good one. I know I didn't mention it before, but I stopped therapy for a little bit because I kept getting matched with therapists that I just didn't feel good about. And I know what you're thinking. If you're the one constant factor in the last three therapists you've had, maybe the problem is you, Liz. Guys, I know. I know, but hear me out. (laughs) I give people a long ass chance. So when I feel like I've been working with a therapist for over three months or anybody for that matter, and I don't feel like they are able to help me or assist me in the way that I need it, I just can't stick around. And I know what you're going to say next. I have to do the work on my own. It's not all up to them. I understand that. However... I ask for homework. I ask for worksheets. I say I need to be guided through everything like a three-year-old because my ADHD brain is screaming at all times, which is one of the main reasons why I go to therapy is to help organize that all. So when I'm not getting that kind of guided direction, when I'm not being told what to do I can't do it. I'm not, I'm, and this is, I feel like this is how my clients speak to me. They're like, I just, I see fitness and it's just this big conglomerate of shit that I don't understand and I don't really know what to do. Can you please help me and guide me through it? And I'm like, yes, absolutely. That's what I'm trained to do. But if I wasn't doing that, then I, they should leave. They, you know, if they, if, if I, and I'm going to leave a therapist if I feel like they're not able to help me in the way that I need it. I understand that I have a very unique learning style, but as someone who was made to feel like the stupidest person in the world in all my years of going to school because my brain works differently, I'm over it. I'm over trying to conform to generalized teaching and learning methods. I just am. I choose my teachers now according to who works best with me. And I'm going to stick to that. And a lot of people aren't going to work great with me. And that's totally fine. I have had a great therapist before. So it is not all of them. Just some of them. And that's okay. Anyways, I'm excited about my new therapist. I feel really, really good about it. And we will just have to see how things pan out. I'll keep you guys updated, whether you give a shit or not. That's kind of my news. That was my tea for today. And come to think of it, that little rant was the perfect segue into our topic today. (laughs) See what I did there? Slay podcast transition queen. We are going to talk about the consistency complex. Consistency is something that you hear me and every other trainer and influencer in the world talk about at least once a day because without it, your fitness journey won't be very successful. However, however, I want to talk to you about 
what consistency actually means because I know that there is a big stigma and expectation around it that seems almost unattainable for most people. And I'm going to give you some examples of what's going to be able to work for you if you don't have the ideal lifestyle already. So the internet says that someone who is consistent always behaves in the same way, has the same attitudes towards people or things, or achieves the same level of success in something. Okay, so automatically that stresses me out because the idea and stigma around being that consistent feels really fucking unrealistic to me. That's an unrealistic expectation to me personally. And we all know that the number one killer of all fitness journeys is having unrealistic expectations because you're setting yourself up to try to achieve something that is not possible. It's the same thing as expecting visual results in a short amount of time. You will try, and I believe that you will do whatever it takes But when your idealistic timeline runs out and you haven't seen the type of progress or maybe even any progress at all that you are hoping, you're going to get pretty frustrated and maybe even give up completely on it. And I get it. All of a sudden, you're putting hours in at the gym, which is hard as shit. You're completely changing your diet, which is also hard as shit. And you're doing that religiously and even obsessively for one to three months, and then you get nothing in return. Yeah, fuck that, right? You could have been doing nothing and stayed the same too, right? (laughs) Well, that's the problem with unrealistic expectations, because a lot of times it causes you to jump into workouts and diet plans without really considering all aspects of what you are doing. All you know is that you want a specific result and you will do anything to fucking get there. I am not expecting everybody to be fully educated about fitness and nutrition in any way. But if you are serious about your fitness journey, being aware and prepared for all of the steps it actually takes to get you the kind of results that you're hoping for is going to save you a boatload of time and emotional energy. Many people view consistency with fitness as going to the gym every day, five to six days a week. They start on Monday and show up until Friday or Saturday, maybe even at the same time of day. Let me say this. If your normal schedule allows for that, great. If you have that nine to five job and you can get to the gym before or after work at the same time every day during the work week, amazing. That is what works for you. But unless you have a structured unwavering schedule like that, things are going to look a little different for you and that's okay. Have a clear goal, but be flexible with your methods of how you get there because it's not going to look the same as anyone else's, which is why this shit seems so confusing and unattainable. I'm going to give you some examples of what is consistent and what is not. Think about it in spans of a week, the full seven days. I want you to think about this week by week. Say your goal is to get to the gym or work out at home, whatever you want to do, whatever you can do. 
say your goal is to work out three times per week. You have those seven days to get those workouts in. And I'm giving this specific example because I try to teach this to all of my clients. Unless your schedule is literally packed from 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. or you're in some sort of terrible situation, and that's a different story, most people can work out at least three times per week. Think about it. You have leg day, which will probably take you the longest to do, but you can still get that done in about 35 to 45 minutes if you time it right. Arms aren't going to take as long, uh, probably between 25, 35 minutes maximum. And ab day is probably going to take you about 15 minutes. Okay, those are three different days, three different splits that you can break your workouts down into. If you plan your workouts around what days and what days you do and don't have time for, you'll be able to fit it in. Working out Friday, Saturday, Sunday, one week, and then Monday, Thursday, Sunday, the other is still consistent because you're getting those three workouts in within that seven-day time span. It might feel a little more chaotic, sure, but what happens over time is that you learn that what days actually work best for you and what is actually manageable on those days. For example, one of my clients is a nurse. (laughs) Her schedules, and I've trained many nurses before and doctors and, and all of that. The schedules are crazy. I hear you. I see you. I understand. Her schedule changes every single week, as most of theirs do. Sometimes she's working days. Sometimes she's working nights. Expecting her to get a workout in every day is not a good goal. What, like, what even is a day to her? If you're up working from 7 p.m. till 5 a.m., you don't just get home and start your day. No, you're going to bed and you're going to use those blackout curtains to sleep for the next seven to nine hours before you have to wake up and do it again. Me and my client figured out that it is much more manageable for her to do her strength training days on the days that she doesn't have work at all, which is four days out of the week. So she's three days on, four days off. And she could either do nothing or a little bit of cardio on the days that she did work just because cardio was a lot more straightforward for her and she doesn't really have to put that much thought or effort behind jumping on the treadmill or going for a walk outside. So it was much easier for her to get done on the days that she was working nights. So we know that those are her either do nothing or get some cardio done if if she can, because it's a great way for her to de-stress. It helps calm her mind, especially because she's dealing with a lot of traumatic shit on the daily. So walking is is much better for her to keep movement in a positive space, but also still be able to work towards her goals and also feel good from that and feel the benefits from movement before she has to go back to working. (laughs) So that is what is manageable for her. But previously, she had had the idea that she had to be doing these really hard, grueling workouts, including lots of cardio hit, strength training all at once, pretty much every day or at least five to six days a week. That's just not possible. It's just not. It's it it would it has bur- it has burned her out plenty of times in the past as well. Because her schedule is different every single week, she's going to be working out on different days at different times every week, which was really stressing her out because of that previous idea that she had to be consistent and push through all of her workouts regardless if she was tired or overwhelmed or didn't have time. Because she has maybe four hours to herself between the time she wakes up and then has to be at work again. Well, my children, 
You don't have to do that shit. Not being consistent would look like doing four days one week, one day the next week, two days the week after that, then six days the next week, then six days the next week, and then zero days the week after that. Then taking two more weeks off because you're burnt the fuck out and then hopping back on to doing six days a week again for the next two weeks thinking that, well, I've been working out for two months now. Why am I not seeing any progress? Those weeks that you decide to work out every single day because you're feeling desperate to change your body are going to fuck you up big time. And even though that's all okay, we embrace fucking it up here at Made For Me Fitness, that is the same unsustainable cycle that will keep you at war with yourself for a very, very long time. You're better off aiming to do two days a week, every single week for a couple of months before going up, before moving up, before adding in more days. But Liz, two days a week isn't going to do anything. Well, guess what? You sweet, beautiful angel. Doing it your way doesn't work either. The difference between the two is that slowly building up the skills it takes to stay consistent will actually allow you to be consistent and it will get you the results in a much more enjoyable and sustainable way instead of causing you to completely burn out again like you did the last time. So in reality, you're choosing between slow progression or no progression because I've said it before and I'll say it again. You will not always be able to manage a plan that only goes up. I actually don't think I've ever said that before, but I'm saying it now and I will say it again. You will not always be able to manage a plan that only goes up, meaning there will be bumps in the road. You will fall off track. You will get sick. Your kids might get sick. You're, you might change jobs. Any, literally anything can happen and can catapult you so far away from your fitness journey, you're going to have to find a wild donkey, tame it, and then ride it all the way back. If your fitness program keeps going up with or without you, keeps progressing and getting harder and heavier and more intense, you are going to struggle finding your way back into consistency without having to start all over again. And everybody knows that feeling where you're through a program, maybe it's a guide or something, something happens and you try to jump back into where you were at and you realize that it's way too hard because it was probably way too unmanageable in the first place, but you try to jump back into it and you're like, fuck, I need to start all over again. So you just feel like you're restarting, you're restarting, you're restarting. Okay, not, no more of that. You won't always be able to do five days a week, but you will be able to start with two or three and then build your way up to four after a while or five if you're able to. It does not matter what days you're getting it done just as long as you're doing it and you're progressing in a way that's sustainable for you. I spoke about something similar a while ago where I said that breaking down each habit and focusing on only a few things at a time is the best thing that you can do if you're starting or restarting for whatever reason. I broke it down into starting to meal prep every week. Pick one day that you dedicate a few hours to going to the grocery store, getting everything you need for that week, and then cooking it so that everything is already ready and prepared when it comes time to bring your lunch to work or when you get home from work and you're really hungry, all you just have to do is heat it up. And you don't even have to meal prep all of your meals. 
star, break it down even further, even further, guys. Let's break it down. Start with just breakfast or start with just lunch. Whatever meal you feel like is the most controversial for you that causes you the most stress and annoyance in your day, do that one first. So if you're at work and you always feel like you never know what to eat and you're always ordering out, do lunch for the entire week. Make your lunch for the entire week. Bring it to work every single day, okay? If you feel like you are getting home and you are too hungry at the point, (laughs) by the point that you actually arrive home from your long day at work, do dinner, okay? Make sure that you have all your dinners ready for that week and just start step by step because then once you get used to doing the dinners, then you'll be like, okay, maybe I can add in the lunches and then all of a sudden you have lunch and dinner and you're fully meal prepping. There it is, okay? Allow yourself to build up and get used to it. When figuring out what consistency is realistically going to look like for you, there are so many different things to consider. And do you know, do you know the reason why we don't even think to consider them? Do you? Do you know? Well, the reason we don't even consider our other lifestyle factors when choosing a program or thinking about consistency is because of that grind or die mentality that fitness thrives off of. The fitness industry and hustle culture, fuck on the regular. The no excuses, don't stop till you drop mentality has everybody's panties up in a bunch. We literally go into our fitness journey without any consideration of how we are going to feel because gym culture and fitness culture has always been about pushing through the pain and going that extra mile. So we see the super intense fitness programs where influencers and trainers are really pushing themselves in the gym about six days per week. And if you don't know any better, you're like, okay, yeah, I think I can do that. I definitely want to do that. I want to get these results. And you think that you have to do it just like that in order to get those results. So in your head, it's not going to matter how shitty you feel from doing all of that and managing a full-time job, kids, dogs, school, bouncing social life, all while staying dedicated. You are in it to win it and nothing is going to stop you. You're thinking that this is so hard, I'm changing everything about my lifestyle, it must work. It has to work. Well, first of all, I love that about you, but let's dial it down a few notches because that shit is crazy. That kind of mentality has no fucking regards to who you are, your current lifestyle factors, And what is actually going to be good for you? This is the same thing that happens in sports as well. And we're, some not me, but somebody's working on changing it, okay? Because we've realized that pushing kids, pushing D1 athletes, pushing all of these athletes to their fucking limits again and again and again is causing serious damage to their physical and mental health. Same thing with fitness. I I don't even do that shit. I know I'm not the fittest goose in the pond, but I don't even want to be. That's not my goal because I've been there and I've done that and that's unmanageable for me and it makes me miserable. Yes, even as a personal trainer who makes her own schedule, I I don't do that. I don't fuck with that anymore. I love movement, but I know when it starts to not be fun for me anymore 
And that kind of burnout will happen to me if I'm holding myself to this standard of hustling every day in the gym. It's unmanageable for me mentally, and odds are it's probably unmanageable for you mentally as well, especially if you aren't already consistent or have built up the skills required to stay consistent, especially when things get rough. Will it be unmanageable for you forever? No. If that is your goal, if you're you're trying to be that fitness queen, do whatever you want to do. If if that's your goal and the level that you want to get to, go for it. I absolutely believe in you, but let yourself build up to it. It gives the same energy as jumping into a serious relationship because yeah, this person seems great and everything you want and you want to run away with them and get married and you're the happiest you've ever been in your life. Well, take it from somebody who has entered majority of her relationships like that. Uh, Odds are it probably won't last. Sometimes it does. There's always the exception. But I will say majority of the time, you are not the exception. (laughs) Majority of the time, it doesn't last, at least for me. Because what happens is some time goes by and the cracks begin to show. And you realize that you skipped a thousand steps in getting to know that person, like really know them, and then you realize cultivating a relationship takes a lot of fucking work. And parts of that person are going to start showing that you've never predicted. And sometimes it's okay, but sometimes there's going to be things that you disagree on morally and fundamentally that maybe didn't matter to you before in the hype stage of the relationship. But once that hype stage is over, you think, "Eh, am I really cool with that? Same thing happens in choosing a fitness program. Eh, Am I really just so fun and carefree? Of course I'll do your laundry, babe. Sure, I'll cook dinners if you clean. (laughs) Oh, you don't want me posting bikini pics? No problem, babe. So weird because you loved them before. But yeah, of course. Yeah, you can go out with your boys every weekend. You're so fun and free. I love that. (laughs) Fuck no. Same thing happens with your fitness journey. You're in the hype stage of trying to make a change in your life or you're trying to do something better for yourself. You think, oh, working out for an hour every day? Yes, so dedicated. Oh, six days a week? Of course, no problem. Let's get those gains. Meal prep every week too? You got it. Additional cardio, even on rest days? Oh my God, so fun. I love being so active. I should avoid going out and hanging out with my friends and avoid eating anything that's not my plan. Of course, no excuses. Am I right? I'm going to be completely fatigued and sore and miserable all the time. Whatever it takes, girl, I just want a hot body. And then just around the corner is, oh, I have to do this every week for the rest of my life. Oh, I'm not going to see visual changes for the first three to six months. Oh, I actually don't have to be pushing myself this hard in order to get a result. Like, what? You are completely abandoning yourself in both situations for what? For what? To burn out and fall off track just to start it all over again. That is inconsistency. Inconsistency is not 
the three days in a row during the week that you didn't get your workout in because life got in the way. What you see online, social media, and most programs is the very thing that is making you inconsistent. Now, I posted a video on TikTok, as your girl does, and it went viral as it should. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'm trying to be better at hyping myself up. I don't know if you could tell because I been kind of falling into that negative self-talk trap again recently. So I promise I'm not being pompous. I'm just working on my inner self-love, okay, as we all should. So this video goes viral, right? The most views and likes that I've ever gotten on a video. So surreal, grateful, amazing. The video was me walking on a treadmill with my coffee, as I do every morning. And there's a big text overlay that says, whenever I don't feel like going to the gym, I'll grab a coffee on the way and tell myself I just have to walk on the treadmill for 20 minutes and then I can leave. Once I'm there, I tell myself if I'm up for it at the end of the walk, I can add 10 minutes of strength training. I usually end up working out for 45 minutes because at that point, why the hell not? I'm already there. And now I've been consistent with working out for over eight years. (laughs) And I think that it blew up because it really resonated with people that going to the gym doesn't have to be that fucking serious. I'm the I'm fighting my demons type scenario, especially if you're just starting out or not consistent with it yet. You can go to the gym and stroll on the treadmill and enjoy a coffee or tea or whatever you fancy. And you can leave after that. If you're into doing more that day. Great. But the point is, is that you got there at all because you weren't getting there at all before. And I know it seems like 20 minutes isn't enough to get your dream body. Well, yeah, it's probably not. But not going to the gym or being inconsistent as fuck is not going to get you there either. The point of going for just a stroll and a few moments to yourself is to build up that consistency and teach yourself that the gym or your exercise space, if you're not going into the gym, can be something enjoyable, just like going to a cute coffee shop or going to brunch. You can grab a book, you can listen to music, listen to a podcast, especially this one. And the funniest thing is I got so many comments saying, wait, you can bring coffee to the gym? (laughs) Uh, yeah. And if your gym doesn't allow you to have coffee, that gym is a red flag. It's not illegal. It's literally not illegal to drink whatever you want in the gym, probably besides alcohol. Your gym will not say anything to you. And if you do, then no one is allowed to drink pre-workout, in my eyes. It's caffeine. It's the same thing. Why is the fucking mango berry surprise of caffeine enough to resurrect a baby giraffe okay, but my beautiful Starbucks is not? Fuck off. Fuck off. I know my rights to bear Starbucks and I'm going to stand besides myself, okay? I will. I will. These are conversations I have in my bed before I go to bed, okay, Liz? I know no one's going to actually confront you at the gym. But if they do, that is what you are going to say. You are going to say it's literally not illegal. And if they kick you out of the gym for it, you can sue their ass. (laughs) So we don't want it to get to that point, but just say, It's not illegal. I would like to have my coffee and just keep walking. Again, it's not going to happen. But if it does, that's what you're going to say. Okay, I've got you besties. I've got your back. I've got you on all the potential things that could happen and all the scenarios because 
I am crazy, I am paranoid, and we are thriving. Use that. Use habit stacking. Use the idea that your workout does not have to make you sweat and throw up and be sore for 10 days. If you want to get to that point, go for it. Live your best life, queen. But until you can be consistent with the basics, save yourself the time and energy and emotional despair of setting yourself up for failure and just start by doing three days a week for a month. Then next month, pump it up to four days a week. See how you feel. Rock with it. Roll with it. Remember, it's all about what happens within the span of a week. It does not matter which days you do or don't work out. And it's whatever works for you. It really does not matter. Make your only goal to be consistent. And I promise you, you will be consistent. It's all the other shit that gets in the way and takes us on that emotional roller coaster of starting, stopping and guilting and shaming. If you are going from working out zero times per week to working out one day per week, and that's all you do for a long period of time, that is consistency progress. That is a 100% increase in consistency. If you do two or three days every week for a while, oh my lanta, you are killing it. With a good fitness program that allows you to work through this, you will be unstoppable. You will learn to actually enjoy your fitness journey. This is a massive part of what I work with all of my clients on. I'm able to adjust and customize and modify their workouts at any time based on what is manageable for them week by week. So even if they are unable to do anything for four days in a row, that's all planned in. The workout plan works for them always, no matter what. Say if they get sick or go on vacation and come back, are we going to jump back into our five days a week? Probably not. Are we going to aim for three days and then next week jump bump it back up to five days because that is what's going to be manageable for them in that moment to stay consistent and still get those workouts in? Yeah, your life won't always be perfect and it won't always be aligned with what you want to do. So you just have to be flexible and you have to be okay with consistency not looking or turning out to be exactly what you thought it was. Breaking it down to focus on the basic, basic foundational parts of building a sustainable routine and keeping consistency at the core of that will allow you to make much better decisions about your fitness journey and your overall mental and physical health. Just like relationships, if you slow the fuck down and actually take the time to experience and get to know somebody, what they like, dislike, how they act when they're tired and hungry, how they react to stressful situations, all of that, everything, the ins and outs, you can make a good decision as to whether that person is right for you or not. Do the same thing with your fitness plan. There is no timeline, right? You're supposedly going to be with that person forever. You're supposedly going to be fitness for forever. So give yourself time. Learn through all the steps, all the ups and downs so you can make it last. All right, babies, I hope you have a better understanding of what consistency means and what it will look like to you, not to anybody else, to you. So you can go on and make those steps in the right direction so that you can always keep moving forward in the happiest and healthiest way possible. I love all of you so much. Thank you for your comments and DMs about the podcast. Also, when you post stories of you listening to it, I cry, like I get tears in my eyes every time. It makes me feel like I'm part of your life. And I love that interaction with you because, yeah, getting getting likes is reassuring that I'm, I'm doing okay. But when you guys interact with me, it just hits different. 
I want that community and I want to share stories and experiences and be a, an actual part of uh, each other's lives other than just looking at each other and, and liking things. I just, otherwise I'm just posting to a bunch of people that I've never seen or interacted to before. I'll tell you, if you are a repeat commenter or story poster with me tagged, I do remember you. I'll, I'll remember your profile and your little picture and how you comment. And I can think of five different name tags on Instagram off the top of my head that comment on my stuff all the time. And that feels so real and so amazing to me. And I always try to respond to them. I'm a big connection girl in everything I do. I can't live without it. So it really does mean a lot to me to see you guys interacting with my posts and my podcasts, especially because we get deep here on the podcast, okay? It's the deepest part of this whole experience. We're on a whole nother level of connection here. So thank you guys so much. I really appreciate those interactions. Keep them coming. I love you for everything. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this helped you. Have a kick-ass slay queen, girl boss, rest of your week. And I will talk to you all next week. Bye, babies.